Support for this podcast and the following messages comes from Texas Mutual Insurance Company, proud to support the many Texas businesses who make safety their number one priority in the workplace. More information about Safety Focus Workers' Comp available at WorkSafeTexas.com. Blog Talk Radio. Lucid's Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, the soul. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey is the founder of Lucis Trust, and she wrote 24 volumes of literature. And those 24 volumes of literature are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear in this show. And the following thought comes from the works of Alice Bailey as well. The great need at this time is for experts in the life of the soul and for a group of men and women who, undertaking the great experiment and transition, add their testimony to the truth of the statements of the mystics and seekers of the ages. And I, I guess that's about the soul. That's the beginning of our exploration. So let's begin. What is the soul and how do we define it? It's not easy to define the soul. It's a part of our vocabulary. Nearly every human being has um, an awareness of the term the soul, but probably would be hard-pressed to define it, and so am I. We could begin by saying or reminding ourselves that um, the essential structure of the universe as we know it is triple. It's a triplicity of spirit, soul, and matter. And soul is therefore the mediating or middle principle, the relation between pure spirit, which is undefined, undifferentiated divinity, and matter, or tangible form of any sort, whether we're talking about a human being or a plant or a dog or a um, building or whatever, the soul is the the relation between the spirit and the, the form. You could say it's the link between God and his form, the created manifested world. Right, and as it says in the Ageless Wisdom teachings, the soul is the builder. It is, takes that middle position and, and exercises the responsibility of acting as an agent for God uh, between this pure spirit 
and pure materialism that acts as an agent to build the forms. So that is a unique position. It is the builder. It is what actually built your body and my body and everyone else's body. It's the soul that chooses uh, just how to build, uh, where to uh, incarnate, what uh, ray qualities it's going to express in a particular lifetime. So it it builds all of these qualities together in a particular life, and it has done this over and over and over for thousands and thousands of times. And gradually the uh, uh, the forms get uh, <coughs> transmuted and improved and purified and so forth, and uh, they become better reflectors of this light of the soul. Related to what you're (coughs) saying is the um, statement that Alice Bailey made that on its own level the soul is already perfect. That might come as a surprise and a source of encouragement to people to realize that imperfect as we are, as personalities dwelling on the outer planes of life, as the soul on some level of our being we have already achieved a state of perfection. That might be hard to comprehend, but we know that what manifests in form as the human being or any kind of form is only a fragment of its total beingness, we could say. And that would explain that there's a great deal behind the scenes held in abeyance that is not visible on the outer levels of life. And when we're talking about a human being, we can realize that on some level of our makeup, some level of our beingness, there is already a state of perfection. And that brings in the idea of the builder, as you say, because the soul is engaged in trying to bring forth or give birth to that perfection, that utter divinity in form, in the world. And it does so through trial and error, through creations that sometimes don't work out, sometimes are successful. But it isn't only the artists and architects who are builders of their lives. So is every one of us. And yet, I think so many of us tend to think of life as something that happens to us, that we don't have a great deal of say in. So that um, might come as a surprise to think that the soul has an agenda and a, what, a blueprint that it wants to bring into manifestation. Mm-hmm. Right. Every every lifetime there is a, a particular plan that the soul has in mind uh, to work out. And uh, sometimes it's successful and sometimes not so successful depending on uh, so many factors in the particular lifetime of an individual. Uh, sometimes it gets interrupted by um, accidents and so forth and it has to pick up uh, where it left off in another lifetime, but it has a definite plan that behind it all is related to the even greater plan of God. So there is uh, rhyme and reason behind what the soul does and what it builds in a particular lifetime. There's also rhyme and reason behind the circumstances that it chooses for any particular incarnation. And again, life isn't something that just happens to us. We, the soul, have chosen our circumstances and the people who form a part of our environment and the opportunities and limitations 
that we are presented with, those are all soul-chosen because they provide the right conditions for whatever is the soul's next step. The soul is, in addition to being the builder, the soul could be said to be the knower. It knows the plan, and it knows that aspect of God's plan that it is um, deputized, we could say, to um, carry out, to fulfill. What's so difficult is trying to bring into our own consciousness that awareness, that knowing, and that's why prayer and meditation are so important, and silence, to hear that um, that knowingness of the soul. It takes long, long time of preparation to begin to attune to that. And I think the, uh, <clears throat> the primary emphasis, perhaps, on the soul life is d- having to do with expressing the quality. It is said the soul is the quality which every form manifests. So, and uh, in that trinity that you mentioned, um, it is the middle principle of uh, life and uh, appearance, life, quality, and appearance. And the quality aspect is the middle aspect, and that's the soul aspect. And uh, that is the primary uh, objective of bringing quality to a particular lifetime. And that quality can be of a crude nature or it can improve and be refined life after life. I wonder if the um, science of the seven rays doesn't um, apply to the quality of the soul. In other words, not all souls are expressing the same quality uh, according to our particular ray makeup. And we have talked about the seven rays many times on these programs that would help determine our quality. For example, the first ray soul would be expressing the quality of power, of will. That would be the driving energy that that individual is trying to bring through into expression. A second ray soul would be expressing the quality of love and wisdom, and so on. And so on. And the that's where you get groups of scientists and uh, working out uh, in their scientific uh, group and community and artists also are working out a particular quality and refinement in their expression of their arts and um, so it's it's the same in the business world too you have uh, qualities working out in business and finance and, and through government and so every aspect of human life is an expression of some quality, some degree of quality. Have you ever given any consideration, Robert, to the quality you think you are bringing through in this lifetime? It's an interesting thought to ponder on. Oh, it sure is. Um, I think in in some respects it has a lot to do with uh, teaching, Mm -hmm. which I've been, of course, at one time, but um, I think that, well, we're teaching right here, too. Communication. uh, Communication Mm -hmm. is... Mm -hmm. Yeah, communication is probably uh, part of that, too. Mm-hmm. Some other definitions of the soul that are interesting to ponder on are um, one that I especially like, the Christ principle. The soul is the Christ principle, and that applies not just to Christians, but to anyone in the sense that the Christ principle is the essence that Christ embodied in perfection that exists in every human being, no matter how hidden it might be, no matter how dormant or buried behind an outer 
surface of other attributes and qualities, the Christ principle is that inner spiritual awareness that is striving to come into expression, striving to make its light radiate through the individual. How would you describe the Christ principle? Well, it says to St. Paul, the Christ in you, the hope of glory. He said that, and it's the uh, it's that middle principle that which isn't really related to the person of Christ or of Jesus. It's really related to the middle principle of consciousness, and it's the consciousness of love. And it's bringing the quality of love into the world. Essentially, that's what uh, Paul meant by that statement. And it's the, the glory that comes from expression of love and light in the world through every human being. And this is uh, increases in stages of perfection. And that's why Christ said, be perfect even as your Father in heaven is perfect. So it's, it's a, a cumulative uh, effect that is built up uh, over many, many lifetimes of that um, statement of, of St. Paul, Christ in you, the hope of glory, suggests the, the growth and the evolutionary future orientation of the soul, that something is in process of coming to birth. And I find that same idea reflected in uh, Alice Bailey's statement that Behind all outer form responsible for its creation lies the soul. It's a center of energy, she said, ruled by law, which works from subjective activity to objective manifestation. It's trying to bring through the hidden and the inner element of consciousness, of divine awareness, to bring it through into outer expression with the help of the brain and whatever talents and attributes we have as personalities. So there is, um, there is an evolutionary manifesting urge trying to express through every living thing, and the soul is that urge, I guess we could say. Mm-hmm. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, and our topic for today, the soul. And we have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the book Ponder on This. <clears throat> Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey, and it's available for $16. The discount comes in the form of free shipping and handling. Now, Ponder on This, uh, I especially like that book because it's um, it's a compilation, and that is that it runs through all 24 volumes, and there's some major topics. I think many, most of the topics are in Ponder on this that you'll find in the larger volumes. But it's abridged, of course. Each topic is abridged, but it does give you an idea to explore uh, the various topics written by uh, Alice Bailey to uh, look at them and decide which ones you would like to approach first. And uh, you can set up a list of priorities as to how to go about studying the larger volumes. Uh, now, what you need to do if you do want to take advantage of the special offers, offers is to send a check or a money order, $16, to Lucis Publishing. Lucis is L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's uh, 
And also mention that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. Uh, once again, ask for ponder on, ponder on this. You'll find topics there about the soul as, when it, as well as a multiple number of other uh, themes that uh, Alice Bailey goes into in her larger volumes. So once again, send a check or a money order, $16, to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And also, if you would like to make contact with us for any other reason, if you'd like to, a schedule of our meditation meetings or or a package of general information where you can find so much about uh, out about Lucis Trust, what Lucis Trust is, and most frequently asked the question is, is Lucis Trust a religion? Well, no, it's not. So if you'd like that general package of information, of course, it's for free. Uh, give us a call on our toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. Uh, the easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. LUCIS is L-U-C-I-S. Many people key into our website because they'd like information about uh, LUCIS Trust. And so many people key into our website to listen to the previously archived library of radio shows. So if you'd like to take advantage of the website and find out more information, www.lucistrust.org. That's www.lucistrust.org. And we appreciate all of your donations that you've sent, sent to us. Uh, they are tax deductible. And um, we appreciate those that are large and small. Uh, they're certainly an expression to us of your support. I'm very interested in this topic on the soul because I can't think of anything that would be more important to, or more difficult to uh, to understand. Uh, how do we recognize the soul? How do we recognize the soul? Um, I think the very first sign of the soul is the conscience that works away at us, especially when we're younger. That's probably our first experience of the soul. The inner voice that won't be still when we have done something that we thought we could pull off with nobody noticing. Maybe nobody noticed, but the soul noticed. Our own higher self, we could say, which is again another term for the soul, the higher self. Our better, our better angels, you could say, were aware and did make that, that judgment. Another expression of uh, the soul that we could look forward to recognize it is the sense of responsibility. Because one aspect or one quality or characteristic of the soul is the capacity for relationship. The, the soul is said to be that factor that produces attraction among all apparently separated elements throughout the universe. It's the binding or cohesive factor that holds the universe in such perfect order and uh, perfect interrelationship. So an expression of the soul that we could recognize is a capacity to be aware of relationship to other apparently separated from us fragments, when in fact we aren't on the inner levels really separated at all. We are one. And uh, the awareness of this oneness works out as a, a sense of relationship to begin with. Right. It's the uh, ability to respond. And I think that's the, um, because the soul represents the what is called the sentient um, factor in the substance of every person, of every human being, every, <clears throat> every 
uh, form. It uh, contains this uh, sentient factor of the, the ability to respond to some kind of stimuli. And uh, that, that's also the sense of responsibility um, is that ability to respond, respond to another person, to respond to a human need, respond to uh, questions, respond to whatever. It, it's, it uh, invokes a, a sense that's the, gets right down to the very essence of what we are. And it doesn't apply just to human beings. I mean, they're finding that plants respond. They are sentient, capable of sensing and mm-hmm. responding to music, to uh, spoken mm-hmm. words, to um, even some are thinking to thought, the quality of thought. And we know that animals are sentient. They respond to um, whatever is expressed to them by human beings in particular. That's the force of the soul, too. I think that there's a <clears throat> another interesting uh, thing related to that, um, and it's it's a little bit technical perhaps, but it's related to the uh, intelligent activity that is um, that created by the soul. Because even in the smallest atom, you have some degree of intelligence there. This is the soul factor within the atom itself, and it's that uh, ability to uh, adapt and to change and to evolve that is the sole factor that so it's it, it's present in the very substance of which we're made the substance of the earth it, it's in the plant kingdom because the plants also they they respond to sunlight and they grow and um, animals are also responsible Responsible, they have the same sense of responsibility. If you ever just saw the movie, the March of the Penguins or the March <laughs> down in um, the Antarctic, you you know what responsibility in the animal kingdom is. So it, it's a very interesting uh, factor and feature of the soul. I think there's some really interesting experiments being done by scientists, which unfortunately I'm not able to describe in any intelligent detail that relate to what you're saying, where they have um, worked with atoms, molecules of little itty-bitty things and introduced foreign substances into that those um, atomic lives and found that they rearrange themselves in reaction or in response to what's been introduced. That would be according to what you're saying, an expression of the soul also, an awareness of other atoms, of other substance. That's the expression of the soul. Um, some other qualities that help us to recognize the soul at work in our lives, well, the ability to love and to sacrifice. When we are willing to set aside our own personal preferences, our own desires, our own intentions, out of love for another, and because of their need, which we recognize, that's an expression of the soul. And I think the ability to look at a person in great distress or under undergoing a very testing experience and say, there, but for the grace of God, go I. That's mm-hmm. a recognition that uh, life is shared on some level and we are not, in fact, 
separate from each other. No, we're all part of the one, what they call the web of life. Mm -hmm. And we're all part of this one life because there is life and consciousness in form. That's part of the great uh, trinity. It's another way of expressing it. And um, all of us are a part of this, what they call the web of life. And whether we realize it or not, and that gives us our sense of relationship, not only with each other, but uh, with the very atoms in our body and the very uh, substance uh, in the world around us. So everything is related, and we just have to uh, sensitize ourselves and bring through that soul quality of sentience-ness, <laughs> if there is such a word, to um, stimulate that, that understanding of the uh, interconnectedness of all of life. Some other qualities that would help us recognize the soul um, include inclusiveness, the ability to include others, not only in um, one's consciousness, but in one's sense of identification. In other words, to expand your sense of humanity, to include people whose lives on the outer level might be very different from yours. I think an example of that was in the response to the tsunami last Christmas or to the disaster uh, in uh, the south or to what the people of Iraq are undergoing. Those are all examples of um, inclusiveness when we can relate to and feel for people who might be very different from us. It's, It's one thing to have a sense of inclusiveness with those who are like us and related to us but it's another matter when it comes to people who on the level of appearances are leading widely different lives other qualities of the soul well joy joy people who have gone through great personal sorrow and during that period of sorrow have had some strange sense that on some level of their life there is pure joy will know what I mean. That's the soul that is prevailing no matter how much the personality is suffering. And that sense of joy is not not the hilarity of no. uh, the emotional at the emotional level. It's a much higher, more refined sense of joy uh, which might not uh, bring any kind of exclamation in uh, an emotional outburst at all. It's just a great peaceful sense of bliss that may come over you and um, it's, it's a very rare feeling but um, it's, it's the higher extension if you will of that um, more emotional sense of joy and happiness there are so many other qualities of the soul that we could mention but one that I especially like is serenity the soul on its own level is serene because it knows the plan it knows its part in the plan and it is aware of its divine origin. That serenity radiates no matter what might be going on in the outer life when one has made a real link and contact with the soul. And of course, light. Light is a quality of the soul. There's so many more. Perhaps we can pick this up the next time. We certainly will. Please take advantage of the special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, the book, ponder on this. I especially like that book because everyone, just nearly every one of the Alice Bailey topics is abridged in that book. You can read them quickly and get an idea of which books 
in the large volumes you want to approach first. It's available for, for $16. The discount comes in the form of free shipping and handling. What you need to do is send a check or a money order to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And uh, also, if you need to get a hold of us for any reason, uh, whether to order a general package of information, of course, we send that out to you uh, free of charge, and it tells you a lot about Lucis Trust. Give us a call at 1-866-695-8247. Easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use a cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use my cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that?